I'm Morgan. And I'm Trisha. And we are first time new moms. Join us on this crazy, beautiful ride of momhood where we mom cast each week, breaking the stereotypes of momhood and supporting each other on the good, bad, and often comical parts of being a mom. This is Mom Jeans and Minivans for the perfectly imperfect mom. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hi, Trisha. How are you doing? I am sleepy, Yes, but I am good. Ditto. I think it's one of those sleepy <laughs> nights. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Whole body just feels exhausted. Yeah, you're coming so, off a pretty crazy couple weeks here. Yeah, without a doubt. I'm very excited. I have uh, some downtime this coming week. Much needed. Hooray! I know. So uh, with that, why don't we jump right into things? We can remind everyone where they can find us. So we are on many, many, many of the platforms. You can find us on iTunes, iHeart, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play. And we remind you so that you can let all your friends and family know. And more importantly, we would love, love, love for you to subscribe to us because One, you get the episodes automatically downloaded to your phone every Wednesday, and it's just a great way to follow us and what's going on. Yeah, and you never know if a topic's going to pop up right when you need it, because I know that I've subscribed to a couple podcasts, and that has happened, and I'm like, oh, yes, I need to listen to that right now. (laughs) Yeah, I totally forget about the podcasts until they show up in my stream, because they just automatically generate, so I love it for myself. (laughs) Exactly, and if you ever want to follow us on social media or check out some of our pictures from episodes you listen to, um, see the girls as they're growing up, and guests that we have. We are on Instagram and Facebook at Mom Jeans and Minivans, and we are at Twitter as Mom Jeans Min M I N, and then the number one. Um, and if you would like to contact us, which we love hearing from everybody and anybody, yes. please do reach <laughs> out to us via email. We are momjeansandminivans at yahoo.com. Yeah, and just like we are sharing our stories, we love to hear your stories because we are all going through this together. Yeah, so I'm pretty sure we share prefer us, to hear your stories more than we prefer to share our <laughs> stories. So. <laughs> So send them on over. Definitely. All right. What are we going to talk about tonight? Yes. So tonight um, is an interesting one and probably one that we will touch on pretty regularly. (laughs) But as the (laughs) girls are nearing their two years, obviously a lot of growth, a lot of development, a lot of changes. And with that comes, uh, I think, different ways of trying to discipline. I had found myself kind of hitting a, a point with Remy where I wasn't quite sure how much she was understanding, how much I could do. Um, Mm -hmm. But as her speech developed and as she got a little bit more curious, I had to kind of figure out some boundaries. Um, So I thought it would be really interesting to discuss tonight and see kind of where you stand and where Charlie's at and kind of what I'm doing. Yeah, I'm kind of curious what we're both doing. So I know you've mentioned it a few times, discipline and needing to figure things out with Remy and stuff. So yeah, I'm kind of curious what you're doing. So I have a couple, I have a couple different, different things that I do. I have obviously figured out that she comprehends a lot more than she can verbalize. And I know that's part of her frustration, which comes out in a way that kind of needs to be spoken about or disciplined or vice versa. Um, I would say that one of the biggest things I do is 
I really try and get down to her level and speak to her face to face. And again, not necessarily discipline, but something that can kind of stop an act that she is doing or a behavior that she is doing and kind of divert her attention. So um, I'm trying to think of an example off the bat. Um, no, I'm like 100% in agreement. Yes. I don't believe in the whole terrible twos thing. Yeah. I think it's exactly what you just said, that they are going through so many developmental changes and they can't verbalize as much as they understand. Right. It's almost like when you learn a foreign language, you first can understand it more than you feel confident speaking it. Yes. And that's what they're going through. They're learning their words. They can't say everything. And they're also finding their independence. And I think as caregivers, parents... We can get frustrated because we feel like the, oh, they're acting out when really they're just trying to find a way to communicate. And it's so hard to remember, especially in those stressful moments or you're trying to get something done that you're like, you know what? They're not being bad. Yes. They're just trying to talk to us and we don't understand that we can often get so impatient. It's, it's true. And I found myself, it, it really all began when she started to kind of have these little tantrums. If she didn't get her way, um, if she was, you know, grabbed something that she shouldn't have and we grabbed it back and she threw herself on the ground and I was like, okay, this is not a behavior I want to continue. So I need to figure out one, why she's doing it and two, how Mm -hmm. I can prevent it from happening. So, and just, you know, obviously getting on the computer, doing some research, looking at blogs, looking at some, you know, parenting Uh, different websites, organizations, that kind of stuff. I kind of, you know, like we just discussed, realized that it is her not being able to verbalize um, and not being able to say what she wants or doesn't want. And so Mm -hmm. that was the first thing I did was at first I wasn't sure, you know, it's like this fine line, like, do I just let her have a moment or do I, I I stop it? Do I step (laughs) in and, you know, what makes it worse? What makes it better? You know, it's it's hard to know, but I did find I did kind of realize like those kinds of I've kind of been able to nip those in the bud by um, as soon as she starts to have a tantrum, I usually will like either pick her up or or you know take her out of that space first of all, and then I will get to eye level and I will try and communicate like talk to her. Is this how you're feeling? I definitely want to talk about feelings. Yes. I say, is this how you're feeling? Mm-hmm. Or I'll say. You're frustrated. Are you frustrated? And she'll say yes. And I say because because Mama took this from you. Yes. Do you know why Mama took this from you? Yes. I'm like, but do you know why Mama took this from you? So I just try and like talk to her, and then oh my God, we are like a hundred percent in alignment, and it's funny because we did not talk about this, and we I really haven't found that I've had to discipline Charlie, Mm -hmm. but I think it's more the behavioral, like you say, you just want to start teaching them what's acceptable, like being kind to people and their toys, Mm -hmm. you know, that, that kind of thing, but a hundred percent about helping them get in touch with their feelings, talking through things that it's, in my opinion, it's more of a conversation instead of, Oh, I'm the dominant one. You are going to do what I say. You need to stop that immediately. Like she doesn't understand. Stop what? Why am I stopping it? Versus if you're having that conversation, like you just talked about. Yes. And there are times like, of course, they throw themselves to the ground. And I do what you say that I'm like, it's okay to be mad. It's okay to be frustrated, but we still can't do these things. You know, yeah. like 
Exactly. You can express your feelings, but we have to work through them. Yes. And then there's other times too, where I let her get away with a little bit more. If I know that she's either hungry or tired Yeah. and then it's immediately like, okay, I need to make a move quick to either get her to sleep (laughs) or get her a snack. Um, There's almost no rationalizing with them at that point. Right, exactly. That's why you're like, I need to get them what I know they need and then be done. Yeah. But yeah, I would say like that's one of my major ones. And I I have had to, I call it a bunch of different things. Like I know Jack growing up, Jason and Melinda would call it a thinking step, which I really liked. It's not time out. It's not a negative thing. It's, you know, a thinking step. And I've also heard, which I like, is like a reflective corner. Or, um, Mm -hmm. you know, and I haven't given it necessarily a name, but what I do will do, like if I have told her repeatedly to stop doing something such as throwing her food on the floor or having a cup (laughs) of water, it does not matter if she has an open cup of any kind of liquid, typically it's water or milk, but I won't give her anything outside of water and an open cup anymore. She dumps it every single time. And so there has been a couple times where I have needed to remove her because she is obviously kind of lashing out for whatever reason. And I sit her down. I explain to her why I have removed her from the situation, why I'm upset, why it's not an okay behavior. Mm -hmm. And then I say, I would like you to think about what mama just said. I'm going to count to 10. Now, this is where I I struggle every time not to kind of like smile or laugh. Um, because I will count to 10. And as I start to count, she's like, one, she starts counting. two, oh my three. God. And then she's like, 10, 10, like she's waiting for me to get to 10. So I'm like, well, at least you're learning <laughs> one through 10. But yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. yeah. That reminded me of, I think it was actually yesterday. There's this one water bottle we give Charlie. And I guess it's the way that when she drinks it, it just, it seems to be perfect for spitting back out. <laughs> And she just thinks she's the funniest thing. And she takes in her mouth. And I kid you not, it looks like she got doused by a hose. Oh, yeah. I actually took a video yesterday. (laughs) Yeah. But it was so hard. Phil and I are both sitting there trying so hard not to laugh. Right. I mean, it's, yeah, it's ridiculous. But at the same time, you're like, we don't do that. Uh And I, I try to actually see, I just said we don't do that. And that's one of the things I'm working on that they don't understand what don't is. They don't understand stop. Like, what am I stopping? So breaking it down to another level Mm -hmm. of water is for drinking. Yes. We keep it in our mouth. And that's something I'm really working on and really struggling with. Yeah. Because I just said don't. So it's the, I try not saying no, don't. Mm -hmm. And the reverse, I don't try saying good either because that's just so vague. Yep. But it's a huge... (laughs) It's a challenge for me. And I have found Mm -hmm. that the times that I react in ways I don't want to is when I'm stressed or my patience is wearing thin. And that's when I need to step away and take a deep breath. And sometimes it's a little too late. I've already reacted in a way I do not want to react. Um, Mm -hmm. But I mean, I'm also human. So I try and at least, yeah, I try and be gentle with myself. But yeah, um, she's definitely... I definitely try and use more of a positive spin when I'm saying stuff. It does. It takes a, it's a lot of work right now. It is, it is 24 seven. I feel like. Yeah. Nonstop. Without a doubt. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Yep. And then you, you don't know how much you're getting through to them. Yeah. Like you said, you're, you're hoping. And I know a big part is repetition. 
mm-hmm. but that's when they'll start picking up like your example of the water mm-hmm. like just being consistent but that can wear you down it does because i'm just like why are you still doing that <laughs> i mean i have approached it in every different way and i have tried to maintain like being calm during it all because mm-hmm. i know a reaction positive or negative they will gravitate towards so i'm just like why do you keep doing that <laughs> i know i know a big thing we have been learning in my montessori training yes and i definitely have used more with charlie is giving them choices because yes. at this age they want independence mm-hmm. so guiding them mm-hmm. even like we're still in control but say you want to get out the door and you need them to put their shoes on. Mm-hmm. So instead of saying, are you going to put on your shoes? You can say, do you want mama to put on your shoes? Or would you like to help me put on your shoes? So mm-hmm. they feel empowered because they still get the opportunity to decide. You are talking to them so they know what's happening. But it's not the decision for them. Like if you say, do you want to put on your shoes? And then you still force them to put on their shoes. They're going to freak out usually. Right. They don't understand. Like you just asked me, I responded because we all know almost two-year-olds can say no very well. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes, they can. So I've been really trying to hear myself when I need her to do something mm-hmm. and give her a choice and try to empower her to feel like she is a part of the process and still I'm getting what I want. Now, it doesn't always go smoothly, but right. that is a big one I've been trying to incorporate. So I I completely agree with you, and I have been trying very similar stuff, but I do like your approach. Um, I definitely want to incorporate your approach a little bit more. So choices is a big thing that I give her. Um, and when she does react in a way because she wants to do something, I will a lot of times say, you know, Do you want this? Because that's usually something that she wants. She wants something that she can't Mm -hmm. have at the moment. Do you want this? Yes, she'll say. She stops crying immediately. Yes. And I say, okay, first we're going to do this, and then you can have that. Do you understand? She says yes. And then she does it, typically, like you said. Not all the time. Mm -hmm. But I kind of – I like the idea of incorporate like the empowering part of it. I think there is part empowerment to the way that I'm doing it as well because she knows, oh, if I do this, this is the result. But I think mm-hmm. letting her be a little bit more of the process, like you said, is a, a great way of, of putting it. So instead of like, it, yeah. for example, I would say, I would have said, do you want, um, and I, I don't like to use it as like bait or anything, but like, oh, do you want, yeah. you want to play with Dolly right now? And she says, yes. And I would say, okay, put on your shoes. And then you can play with Dolly. So I like the idea of she's putting on her shoes, but she gets the choice of Mm -hmm. either we do it together or I do it myself. (laughs) So, yeah, that's a good – I like to incorporate that that method more into what I'm doing. Just try not to say no and don't. It takes a minute to start rewiring the way we think. Because I know that's not how I was brought up. Right. It, it doesn't come naturally. It doesn't come naturally. And it's hard because they are, I mean, like I said, it's 24-7. So they are getting into mm-hmm. a lot. And to have to try and like, really, like you said, it doesn't come naturally. So to really think every single time, it's like, it's exhausting. Mm-hmm. It is it's exhausting. It's exhausting on top of just the normal, okay, make sure they're safe, they're fed, they're happy, yeah. they're being stimulated without a doubt. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and sometimes, yeah, the easy thing is just to be like, I know you're going to react in a way I don't want you to, but like, just no. 
no, I don't want to explain myself. I don't want to mm-hmm. deal with them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but then, you know, that never really yields a very good result. So <laughs> Yields a result. And also, they're not learning. Right. Like, what are they learning except for, oh, mama seems upset. She seems, like, when she says no or uses a certain tone, it could be more fear. Like, it's it's not truly developing at their core. Huh. Mm-hmm. When I do this that makes someone else not feel good. And I don't want to do that. Like really understanding the process, really, like you were saying earlier, thinking about their actions, there's none of that involved. Mm -hmm. So it's not a deep behavioral lesson that they, that they're learning. It's more of, Oh, I don't want to be a punished. Therefore, let me just change my actions for that reason. Right. Yeah, exactly. But it's so hard. It is. It's really hard. And a lot of times what I will do is like, let's say, you know, the best example I can use is when Remy throws stuff on the floor or whatever, like her food on the floor while we're eating. And, um, you know, a lot of times what I'll do is I will pull her away from the table so she can't reach anything. And I have her kind of sit there by herself and I explain to her why I pulled her away, why we ask her not to throw her food, her food is for eating, you know, all that stuff that we discussed. Mm-hmm. And then a lot of times if she's like, mo, mo, like she wants more, I'll say, do you want more of this? She says, yes. I say, okay, I'm going to let you sit and eat again. But if, if any of this ends up on the floor or if it's not going either on your plate or in your mouth, then you're done eating. And I will give mm-hmm. her another chance. There has been a couple times where I need to pull it away, but I know at that point it's because she's done eating. She's playing at that point. Yeah. So, yep. but I always do because when I'm not sure, because sometimes I think she's done and then she'll eat a decent amount more. So I always give her another opportunity to redeem herself or to show that she's kind of heard me. Yeah, and for the most part, she's pretty good. But, you know, there's those couple of times where you're just like, yeah, okay, oh, you're done and you're not getting couple dessert. couple times daily. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> daily. Yep. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, they're so good, but I mean, that's part of parenting. We have to guide them. Mm-hmm. And they they are basically a blank canvas that doesn't know right from wrong and how to express themselves and what to do and what not to do. I will say that Sometimes, you know, how we were saying we get exhausted. Yes. I will try to just cut out what I see as a potential issue. Yes. If I can see far enough in advance. Like, yeah. So I've been doing a lot of highlighting in my school books lately. Mm -hmm. And so Charlie loves mimicking and she loves my highlighters and her books are not good enough. She needs to take the one that I am trying to read at the moment. But she just started actually opening the highlighters before it was just pretend with, you know, the outside of the cap mm-hmm. that she was doing what mama was doing. But now she really wants to highlight my books. And then, of course, if you're trying to take the highlighter away or we're sitting on the couch, I don't want the highlighter all over the couch. Right. So I do try to. OK. I'll do it. I'm do often doing schoolwork when she's napping. Yep. So I try to, oh, okay, where are the highlighters? Okay, move them out of sight. And it can't be enough that it's just sitting on the island out of her reach. It really has to be out of her sight because we have encountered that where, you know, that you pick her up and then she's like, oh, highlighter. And then who wants to go through the whole explanation and let's have a conversation about this process and why you can't I'm like I don't have it in me so I I will do that many a times too I mean obviously you can't foresee right and you can't do it with everything but Mm -hmm. no but that is (laughs) 
if that is counts as a way of discipline and teaching them, yeah. that is one way. So I did remember, I remember reading when she started to walk is a big thing that I had read was make sure you were baby proofing the house and, and doing that it's, it's for her safety. Yes. But it's also to avoid having to say no constantly because she's getting into mm-hmm. stuff that she's not supposed to. Um, I will say I, we didn't do the best of that in the house. I was I was um, laughing. I'm like, um, we still probably need a baby proof. <laughs> uh, we've never baby proofed anything, if I'm being honest. We don't we have gates. We gates. don't have, I mean. Well, you don't have stairs. We don't have stairs, but still. I mean, yes, we will. I close the bathroom. The bathroom door has to be closed at all times because yes. those toothbrushes we will do be the same. brought everywhere. Um, and they can, she, when she, as she starts to reach more too, it's like, oh my gosh, uh, can't leave knives on the counter, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. But, um, yeah, never, never put any of like the foam on the corners. I kind of, she was oh, always. I did that once. Okay. I did do that once. She's always been pretty, I mean, it also has to do with her, but she's always been pretty cautious and careful. So, mm-hmm. and she's always kind of learned from injuries. So. <laughs> that yeah i think that's a big part of learning yes i mean obviously you don't want them to like to, poke their eye out no, but and have to go to the child's er or anything yes exactly <laughs> that's a part of the learning process i mean i also do think there are the times i will absolutely say no don't do that yes and use a firmer voice mm-hmm. if it means that she could hurt herself mm-hmm. she's about to walk into the street if she's, oh, yes. you know, say you forgot to put that knife far enough up on the counter. Yes. Just, anything like that, obviously, I'm not going to say, oh, let's have a discussion about it as it comes flying. Right. Like, there Absolutely. are moments where you need to be more firm. Yeah. But... Well, great. That's a great point because you're right. And it made me realize that, yes, Remy thinks that running into roads and traffic is hilarious. So, oh no, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, we were in the parking lot the other day and like I had to put her down in order to just even just get the door open, whatever, put my bag down. And within seconds, she was jetting towards the front of the car, which is obviously Mm. right where cars are driving by. And oh my gosh, I had to grab her by the neck, the back of the neck one time because it was the easiest thing I could grab and pull her Mm -hmm. back because she yeah. was jetting for the road and she didn't she, it's that or get hit by a car exactly. i'm gonna take the neck yeah exactly and i was just like you cannot do that that scares mama you can get very hurt and then i'll stand there and wait for a car to go by and say do you see how fast that yeah. car is going can you imagine if you were in front of that car you would get really hurt like it's hard to explain to do a you, little kid do you but... s- i know i was gonna say how do you describe that do you say you would get a big boo-boo like charlie understands the word boo-boo so that's why i was wondering um i how have said that try to yes. explain it to her I, okay. I have said you will get really hurt you will cry you will have boo-boos i have said the boo-boos but i pretty much i just i i just emphasize like i show her how kind of like scared i am mm-hmm. and i but i still think there is a I think she gets it to a degree, but it wouldn't stop her if I wasn't around not running no. in. So um, it's a little scary. Unfortunately, that's one of the moments where you don't want her to learn by example. Uh, 100%. Realize how much that yeah, hurts. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we so walk on the street a lot. Oh, so I will, you know, I'm always saying you have to stay on the side of the road. These are big cars. Look how big this car is compared to your car because she has like her little blue car or her little mm-hmm. bike. And I say, look how much bigger it is. Look how many more wheels it has, you know, and look, look how much louder it is. Like 
it's because it's big and it can hurt you. You know, like I just try and use any example I can. <laughs> yeah. And it's all about just keep reinforcing and repetition. Yeah. She, she's bound to get it to a degree, never the degree, full degree that you and I do, right. but she will understand to a point. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious on one thing. I know you had mentioned you were going to do a reward system and I was wondering yes. how that was going for you. So the reward system worked for about, mm, I want to say like a week and a half to two weeks and then it kind of lost its appeal. So I think I, I so I had done a, a sticker chart and I had put different days, I had put the different days of the week and I had put on the side and then on the top I put all the different things that she can earn stickers for. Um, first of all, the whole trying to put a sticker in a particular box for the, you know, to line it up at some point, Mm -hmm. I just said, you just stick it on where you want to stick it on. Wherever. Um, (laughs) she was, it, it worked for a little bit, but I think I also had gotten those stickers as an activity. So it was kind of blurring the lines between just Mm -hmm. having fun and actually, oh my gosh, I'm getting a reward for doing what I did. So I think it, it was good for in that moment to really try and highlight the things that would be great for her to accomplish. But then after that, she just got kind of verbal rewards or you're going to get a special treat because you did this or something along those lines. But it kind of, like I said, it really only lasted about a week and a half, two weeks. Okay. With the sticker system, but yeah. you still then do a reward a different way with like, you'll get this tree or. Yeah. And it's, and a lot of times it's just, it's love. It's just, oh my gosh, mama is so proud of you. Do you know that Mm -hmm. you did this? This is what big girls do. You know, you are a big girl. You were growing so much. And, you know, I just try and I do it more of a verbal way because I feel like in life, you don't get rewards for everything that you do that you're supposed to do. So. Well, that's exactly what I was curious about because so I haven't reached that point where I feel like I need to do some sort of system. But I think that is so common in school systems Mm -hmm. and households. You get reward charts and Montessori. We don't believe in that. Mm -hmm. Oh, interesting. So, yeah. And so I'm going to try and incorporate the Montessori way. But the big reason for not doing rewards is because they think that children work from their own inner inspirations. So if you're constantly just rewarding, they're doing it because it's an immediate fix. Someone's just giving me something, but they're not really gaining anything internally. Mm -hmm. So they're not learning right from wrong kind of thing. And that, I mean, a big part of Montessori is the, that if kids have purposeful, meaningful activities, then it motivates them from within and then they get inspired and they find pride in what they're doing. Mm -hmm. Um, Just the same way, like if you and I figure out something we've been struggling with, someone can tell me great job and sure, that's nice to hear, but nothing beats like your own, your own feeling of like self-accomplishment. Yeah. Yeah. So it's along those lines of you have, I mean, again, it takes so much time, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but it's about sitting there, figuring out what makes each kid tick, what really works from them, and then working around that interest. So it doesn't just like happen overnight, but connecting with them on their level and on what really seems to get them going. And then that will, you can use that to teach right from wrong and that they're doing a great job. Oh, that wasn't so nice, that kind of thing. So it's, that's why the reward system, I mean, I'm sure I'm 
not fully explaining this yeah. <laughs> as well as I could, but it's along those lines. Yeah, and like I said, I you know I think it like it there was it was only an appeal for like about a week and a half, two weeks, but it was enough that it got mm-hmm. her knowing those particular things, and then after that, it was like okay, now you know, and now you know now she does I think get that self-fulfillment and accomplishment because I'll bring it to her attention and then she's you know she will clap she'll clap for herself and I'll say yes you did an excellent job like because that's more of like the internal process that mm -hmm. she's excited versus external okay I'm looking for others to motivate me I'm looking for I'm doing something just to get a reward yes yeah exactly and so I think I'm I think that's my big thing right now and trying to figure out how do I want to teach Charlie and go about these things Mm -hmm. because I feel like I do need to start the process now just to be consistent yes so you know it's interesting that you bring that up um two things first as far as the sticker chart went is rather than it being a reward I also found that the whole thing was she got to pick her sticker and she got to place mm-hmm. it on her chart herself. So there was like that, I did this and now I get to do that kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I felt like there was it, there was that part of it. But the other thing that I had seen, which just made me think of it when you said that, is I had seen other charts or I had seen other people have used like index cards, that kind of a thing, all different ways of doing it. But it's kind of like a picture chart for the daily routine um because i think something i've really to describe this to me yes what do you mean by something that i've realized with remy is like um and i think for most children but for her routine is good and so these these picture charts based on routine is there's a picture of you know let's say a bed and, and it's like, mm-hmm. oh, you wake up at this time. And then there's a picture of breakfast and it will say, you you know, you'll eat around this time. And a lot of times you can, it's a way of interacting with a child and saying, okay, what time is it now? What's next on the chart? You know, what goes in order? And it mm-hmm. helps them start to kind of learn it and feel accomplished because they can go and look or you can, it's just another and way. They're involved. Involving them, yeah. So yeah. that I thought was really interesting. So when I did her sticker chart, I didn't just like write on it. I drew pictures for her so she under, she could kind of understand out granted. <laughs> they were like stick figures <laughs> and like not the best. I was just going to ask where they stick. <laughs> but that's why I had kind of like when I was reading up on it, I was like, I'm not, I don't think she's quite ready to understand a routine yet. And I don't quite have a routine down yet but as we've started to fall into a little bit of a routine together Mm -hmm. I'm like this could be and I think it's I think it's great for preschool slash school aged kids to start kind of that's a great way for them to understand with these fun pictures and they have like I want to say Etsy was one of them where you could download all these different oh I bet yeah and then like you can print these nice cards and you can display it however you want you can put mm-hmm. it on a ring or you can put it like literally in chronological order for them to see. But that was something that I thought was interesting. I'm wondering if that's along the lines of something that would be helpful to you now that you're going to have to get into a little bit more of a routine, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, for sure. I'm one week away. Oh my gosh, that's so Phil crazy. This coming week, I'm like, maybe we should ha- start having you put her down for naps so she gets used to that because she's used to mama. Yeah. But um, yeah. Speaking of Phil, so part of the whole discipline thing. So obviously, I'm much more the Montessori mindset right now. I'm learning all about these childhood developmental stages and what things mean and different ways of basically the Montessori method of how do I want to discipline my child. Mm -hmm. I'm really working on I think I sent it to you that it's so instinctive to say good job baby good job whenever they do something but the article I sent you was so interesting and it really made sense and I don't have in front of me and nor have I read it for a while but it was basically saying that good is vague to them they don't understand and it's kind of along the lines of the whole reward system that you if you say okay so we'll say coloring for example they're coloring you might say oh good job that's such a great job you know coloring that in versus saying wow I really like the way you use the you're using lines and oh look how colorful that is like really you start getting to think about what they're doing and kind of find their own way and their own pride like they can tell from your tone it's still a positive thing Mm -hmm. but it's not just good bad like it, I guess it's more it's descriptive, descriptive, which one they need mm-hmm. uh, again. And we're talking Remy and Charlie right now. Yes. <laughs> I mean, this does apply as they get older, mm-hmm. but we are specifically talking about our children right yes. now. <laughs> so I'm trying to work on those kind of things and I'll, I'll find this article again. I'll post the link because I definitely didn't describe it. It made so much more sense I think you said the same to me, and I don't know if you remember more than I'm saying right now on it, but just things like the good job, the kind of repetition and giving her choices, all those kind of things yeah. are very Montessori. And some of it, Phil and I just did, did naturally, but I'm trying to take it kind of to the next level. Yeah, that was when and you said that to me, I was like, wow, I need to work on that a lot. Oh, I think I think every single parent out there would have to work on it if they wanted to it just it's you say that to adults at the workforce you're like oh good job you're not talking on a deeper level we're just so used to that surface doing fine it's kind of like Mm -hmm. a surface you know easy way to appreciate or gratify somebody so I have found that after uh, I read that article that you sent me that I found myself saying a lot of times, and I know they had used this as an example, is, wow, you did that all by yourself. Um, yes. There's that like sense exactly. of independence and pride. And I found myself, mm-hmm. instead of saying good job, saying you did that all by yourself or saying literally just repeating back to her exactly what she did, which seems well, did. so simplified, but it's it's important. It really it's an important way of things. communicating. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the big part. That's what I was getting at Mm -hmm. it's the communication and so rarely we really discuss our feelings and a lot of what we've talked earlier about was helping the girls get in touch with their feelings what emotions are they feeling Mm -hmm. so I'm going through all this stuff and I will send articles to Phil but he's not as on board right now like he's like oh yeah that's good but he he's more relaxed on it he's like she's a good kid things will be fine so it's interesting how and again we haven't really had to discipline her yeah I mean obviously if I feel like there's something bigger than I'll have a discussion with Phil. Like, can we both really try to be aligned? Right. And here's my reasoning. Mm-hmm. But um, I think a big part is repetition in terms of how I'm trying to introduce the Montessori method. Right. So he's 
just he's not there yet. Yeah. And he'll do some things and some he won't. So it's it's I think that's a part of the discipline that even though we both agree on the bigger topics, but then the I guess it's the nuances. The nuances that are very different. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And it's yeah, it, I feel like that is just as as important as it is to be communicating with your toddler. Yes. is communicating with your partner <laughs> to make sure that you are on the same page because Jason and I mm-hmm. have definitely had those back and forth conversations and it's important that we both have recognized and said out loud, okay, when we try and discuss something with one another, it's not an automatic defense. It's not an automatic, like don't automatically assume that I'm pointing the finger. It is a lot of times something I've recognized in myself and I'm saying it out mm-hmm. loud so that we can both be on the same page when it comes time to reacting in a certain way. And for the most part, it's been pretty smooth because it can get pretty stressful at times. And I will yeah. I will say... On top of the fact you're exhausted from the day with your child that already took up all your energy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and I'll say, and this what is you gonna say? a topic that we will be discussing um, very shortly, mm-hmm. but uh, making sure that your child's getting ample sleep and eating enough those are things that I, that had a huge effect on her mood and her attitude throughout the day. Um, and once mm-hmm. I was able to get that in check, I noticed she was a whole new person. So um, those are really important things to look at, too, when trying to discipline or figure out why your child might be <laughs> acting in a particular way that is not so pleasant. <laughs> exactly. And I think a big part also is... I'm sitting here trying to figure out, okay, what works? And it is, like I've said already, repetition. Mm -hmm. So until I think Phil really sees like, oh, well, you've been doing that that way. And oh, well, it is getting these kind of results. Oh, she seems to react a different way. Mm -hmm. So I almost feel like you need to have, it's a science experiment and you need to have your results to really prove your case. Yeah. And I also (laughs) feel like at the end of the day, every child is different. Every child's different, yeah. and I feel like something might work better for one child that doesn't work for another. And it's, again, follow those mama instincts and mm-hmm. see what works. But, yeah, it is. It's a lot of trial and error. And I don't know if this is the That's right move. That's why observing right them move. and figuring out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Figure out what really gets them ticking and yeah, gets them excited and work off of that. Because, like you said, everyone's so different. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Do you have anything else you want to add? I don't. I feel like we covered like a really good, decent amount regarding that. And it's interesting how it how it kind of expands further than discipline into communicating and just really being yes. as in touch as you can with your child. Ourselves, our child, yeah. our partner. Yep. <laughs> Seeing things from other people's perspectives and shoes. It's, I mean, it's a good way to live, so... <laughs> It is. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good way to keep working on ourselves. Exactly. <laughs> Should we do mom fashion? Right. Yeah. Okay. Let's do mom fashion. Um, I'm actually pulling mine up because, as you know, I'm horrible and I have to remember. All right. Well, I'll go then. Okay, do it. While you pull yours up. So I'm going to throw out a dad fashion Ooh, okay. today. <laughs> so I was not home. I think I was getting my hair purple or whatever when I was getting it the color added because it's very rare that I'm not home. So Phil was home alone with Charlie and I get a text from him that just had me laughing. I was like, what? So basically him and Charlie were playing on our deck 
and um, it comes right off the kitchen. And Charlie, I'm sure like Remy and most kids just loves opening and closing the doors, right? Oh, yes. So they're like, she's always like, bye-bye, bye-bye, closes the door, and then she'll open again and wave at you. So they were doing that. (laughs) And she closes it. Well, we found out she knows how to use the deadlock, the deadbolt. (gasps) (laughs) Phil was outside. Charlie was inside. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. That's crazy. What do you do with that kind of situation? Thank God. Well, I guess Phil said that um she she was like laughing at first she's like ha 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 you know because she thinks it's a game <laughs> and then she started looking a little bit more serious like wait why is he not coming in like what's going on so phil said he stayed calm and he's like i'll be right there baby hold on and so he ran off the deck he ran around the house and our garage is a key code oh thank goodness and so he yeah and so he was able to get the key code and comes inside. And then he said that Charlie looked at him like, wait, you were just outside. How'd you get right there? But my text basically from him was, yep. So Charlie knows how to use the deadbolt. Now, is there like, a way that like, you know, I know they have the child safety, like, you know, the doorknob things and whatnot. Do they have something for deadbolts? <laughs> <sighs> like, what do you no do? idea. <laughs> guess they're, that game's out the that's window. More, that's more of that discipline <laughs> of, okay, we try, deadbolts are for when we are all inside together. <laughs> oh my gosh. I don't know. I'm just thankful that we have, we can always get in the house if she ever locks us out again. But more of it is, okay, let's make sure she doesn't leave the house. I mean, we're with her, but you know what I mean. Yeah. But our doors do beep anytime one opens, so... <laughs> Oh my but, gosh. Yeah. So that's Phil officially funny. was the first to get locked out of the house by Charlie. That's too funny. <laughs> oh, I'm just like waiting. Remy, we have these little turn locks on the office doors in the office. And oh my God, you've been locked out of that office already. Oh, yes. Good. But it's the interior <laughs> ones. And mm. there's keys that open them. It's not like a, oh. like there was one for the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. I literally, it's like a, we used to have them at my house when I was growing up. Like you can stick like a, a lollipop stick inside and it pops out. These, there's other doors within the office that have actual key like oh, wow. locks. And I don't have them. because I was just going to say, do you have no. them? No. <laughs> so if she locks, like I'm going to have to try and pick the lock or break the door down. Like, I don't know. Or I'm going to have to try and talk to her outside the door and say, Hey, you know that little lock you just turned? Can you try and turn it again? Like, I I, I don't know what I'm going to do. I have to figure it out before it actually happens. I don't know why I'm waiting. I was thinking the same thing with our bathroom. Because she, like I said, she loves opening and shutting and like, bye-bye. And I was just thinking, Phil knows how to pick the locks and went inside the house if it's locked. Yes. I do not. So I might need him to give me a lesson Uh, on, how do you do that again? Just in case. I just want to be prepared. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. All right. Hit us. Okay. So, oh my gosh, I have so many. I'm like trying to decide. Of course, a lot of them have to do with sleep. So uh, I'm going to say that for the sleep episode everyone can tell trish has been going through a few things sleep related related, yes (laughs) um so i am going to do one that's kind of i wish i had it when we did our breath our weaning um Mm. i'm kind of surprised i'm gonna say it out loud but i'm going to yeah let's hear it okay (laughs) so my twin sister was visiting the other day and she has three children she has a six-year-old a four-year-old and uh a one-year-old now now. yeah he just had his birthday on friday so um she was nursing him 
on the couch and Remy was like right nearby and she was just like staring and at Jessica at Jessica nursing and she was just like staring mm-hmm. at Charlie actually nursing and we started talking about nursing and I said yeah I'm you know she's like how's like the weaning going and I said well I mean I've you know, I haven't really weaned. I mean, I've cut out any kind of nursing outside of her like specific times, but haven't obviously weaned. And Remy was just getting like really close. And she kept like pointing to my sister's chest and mm-hmm. saying, I hope this is going where I think it's going, to be going. Mama's going. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Jessica goes, because a lot of times her children have always been the type that like, they just kind of bounce from like side to side. They sit in front of her, like facing her, and they kind of go side to side. So uh, her shirt was up, but she had like kind of like her bra over one side and he was nursing on the mm-hmm. other. So Remy started to kind of like tug at it and she was like, should I see if she'll do it? And I was like, whatever. And she totally started nursing my sister. <laughs> and I was sitting right there. That's where I thought it was going. Oh, and it God. was like this weird it was weird for both of us. We were just kind of like, this is like, we were laughing and I couldn't have done it with anybody else, probably else. but my twin sister. But Remy was literally nursing. I have a picture. She was nursing and staring at Charlie and Charlie was staring at her. They were both kind of like, oh, what are we doing? And Jessica's like, she's going to town. I'm like, you probably have a lot stronger flow than I have. And mm, I was wondering if the taste would be different like mm, nope that's not mama's milk if she'd be like no thank you uh, yep nope she didn't she was nursing and then I was like <laughs> I go okay so at what point do I stop it yeah so, so when did you how long did she un- nurse like, she nursed long enough for us to kind of like observe and be like wow okay it's happening to me getting my phone taking a couple pictures putting my phone back and then saying okay I was like you know probably not the smartest thing to do after we've just discussed weaning and now it's like oh hey you can't get it from me just get it from Auntie Jessica so or anyone that has boobs yeah it was like it was pretty quick I would say it was like a couple minutes okay but it was it was funny did she fight like the stopping no I said okay I said okay like you know kind of pulled her off like distracted her and Mason yeah. and Peyton were around and so it was like she just went they and were played. like what's going on I don't even think they recognized it because there was a screen in front of them but um wait till you tell just... Remy that story when she gets older oh she's like what she's like, why did you do that right why did you let me do that oh my gosh but I did say because Jessica was like yeah it's mama's milk and I did say to her afterwards I said um you know because she's going to be staying with her when we go away for a night and I yeah. and Jessica had said well at least we know if like I really need to I guess I could nurse her right and I go I mean I guess if you have to I said but you have to do me a favor I was like mama's milk is mama's milk I'm mama's milk if you want to say auntie Jessica's milk you can say auntie Jessica's milk but don't refer to your own milk as mama's milk I think it's confusing and I just don't you don't want to make a habit of uh, this yeah and I was like we could not do this again that would be fine but yeah um <laughs> Yeah. So anyways, that's my profession is I, I let Remy love nurse my it. twin sister. <laughs> oh, wait, you let your twin sister nurse I let Remy. My twin <laughs> Whoa, I was like, that came out went... weird. <laughs> <laughs> like, wait a minute. Yeah. So that happened. Oh, it was really interesting. Oh, well, on that amazing, amazing <laughs> note, I love it. <laughs> Hopefully this episode really just helped everyone out or gave you a good laugh. 
Exactly. Oh yeah, and that's what mom fashions are for I, because yes. we all have those things that are just like, mm, yep, that's what yeah, happened. Let's bring that's out the unparenting. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, until next time. Until next time. Ciao. Ciao.